13 Tammuz, Yud Gimel Tammuz, Tzadik, his praise. 439. On the last Rosh Hashanah in Uman, the Rebbe's grandson was with him. Yisrael, son of the Rebbe's son-in-law, Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac from Kermenshug. The little boy was then only three or four years old. It was very close to the Rebbe's death, and he was in a very serious condition. He said to his grandson Yisrael, Pray to God that I should become well again. The little boy replied, Give me your watch and I will pray for you. The Rebbe said, You see, he's already a Rebbe because he tells me to give him something in order for him to pray. The Rebbe gave him the watch and the little boy took it, went aside and said, God, God, let my Zeda, my grandfather, be well. The people standing there started smiling. But the Rebbe said, This is how we have to ask things of God. What other way is there to pray to God? In other words, the essence of praying to God was total simplicity, to speak to God like a child talking to his father or the way a person talks with a friend. 440. The Rebbe said, When a person is meditating, even if he can say nothing except the words, Master of the world, this is also very good. He said it is possible to recognize whether a person meditates or not. 441. One man was told by the Rebbe to meditate once by day and once at night. Once, the Rebbe asked one of his followers if he groaned and sighed a great deal during his hitbodidut. Yes, he replied. The Rebbe pressed him and asked if he groaned and sighed from the very depths of his heart. The Rebbe told him, When I groan and sigh, if my hand happens to be lying on the table as I sigh, I am so exhausted afterwards that it is impossible for me to lift my hand off the table, and I have to wait a while until my strength returns. On another occasion, the Rebbe gripped Reb Shmuel Isaac's clothes next to the heart and said, Just because of a little blood like this in your heart, will you lose this world and the next? Make it a habit to cry and groan until you get rid of it and subdue the evil in your heart. Then you will reach the stage where my heart is void within me. Psalms 109.21 The Rebbe told Rabbi Yaakov Yosef of Zlatopolia a story. There was once a certain king who sent his son to distant places to study. Eventually, the son returned to the king's palace, fully versed in all the arts and sciences. Once, the king gave his son instructions to take a particular stone, which was as big as a millstone, lift it, and carry it up to the top floor of the palace. Needless to say, the prince could not even lift the stone, it was so big and heavy. The prince was very upset that he could not fulfill his father's wish. Eventually, however, the king opened himself to his son, saying, Did you really imagine I would tell you to do something as difficult as that? Would I tell you to take the stone just as it is, lift it, and take it up there? Even with all your wisdom, how could you have done something like this? That was not my intention at all. What I wanted you to do was take a strong hammer and strike the stone until you smash it into little pieces. This way, you will be able to bring it up to the top floor. In the same way, God commanded us to lift our heart with our hands to God in heaven. Lamentations 3.41 Our heart is a heart of stone, Ezekiel 36.26, a very heavy stone. And there is no possible way of raising it up to God except by taking a hammer and breaking and smashing the heart of stone. Then we will be able to raise it up. The hammer is speech. Understand this.
Once, the Rebbe was saying how important it is to recite many psalms, prayers, and supplications, and to spend much time in secluded meditation. Rebutal asked him, How do we get the heart? How can we speak with a true arousal of the heart? The Rebbe said in reply, Tell me, from which tzaddik did you receive arousal of the heart? The main thing is actually saying the words with your lips. In other words, through offering many prayers and supplications, and articulating the words with our mouths, the heart becomes aroused automatically. Rebbe Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom, 193 The Rebbe said that one must use the same powers with money as he does with food. These powers are acceptance, retention, digestion, distribution, and expulsion. When you eat, you make use of your power of acceptance. You also make use of your power of retention, holding the food so that it does not immediately leave your body. You then use your faculty of digestion and distribution, delivering the food to all parts of the body. The brain receives the choicest parts, with the next best going to the heart. Each part of the body receives what is best for it. Following this, you make use of your power of expulsion, excreting the unusable portion of the food. All this is well known. Money requires these same powers. You must use your power of retention and not spend the money immediately. Not like those who have a great desire for money and spend their lives acquiring it, only to squander it immediately. See his wisdom number 281, tzaddik number 547. Then you must make use of your power of distribution, budgeting your income for all your necessities. It is the same as with food. The choicest portion must be given to charity. The rest must be distributed properly, just as in the case of food. The Balshamtov was once explained why he accepted money from the wicked. He said, I distribute all the money that I receive. That which comes from the righteous is spent on the needs of pious wayfarers who visit me. Other monies are distributed accordingly. But money coming from the wicked is spent for my horses and laborers. The money might be all mixed together, but it is automatically distributed in such a manner. The Balshemtov was able to distribute his income automatically. The same was true of his power of expulsion. The unusable portion of his income was expelled and used for common laborers and horses. The Rebbe said, The passion for riches comes mainly to one who does not have a vessel to receive. The same is true of eating, for certainly, if one knows how to eat. Desire is mainly for that which is not necessary. The same is true of money. I have a vessel. The Aleph Bet Book A Righteous Person A. 115 Preventing others from coming under, under the wings of the Divine Presence, i.e. serving God, causes a person's children to fall into servitude. 116 There are times when the mercy one must seek for a sick person is that he die. 117 the Holy One first reveals a hidden teaching in the Torah to the tzaddik and then repeats that teaching in the tzaddik's name. 118. There are times when the fasting and prayers of the tzaddik are to no avail. 119. The tzaddik may violate the boundaries set by others in order to establish his own path in serving God. 120. There are times when among those who have been sentenced to death in heaven is someone whom the tzaddik loves. The tzaddik has the power to pray for him and save him by putting someone else in his place.
Kitzer Lukutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 276. 1. Shabbat eating is not in order to satisfy one's hunger at all. Instead, it is solely so that all the other six days of the week should be blessed. Lesson number 277. A tzaddik will flourish like a date palm. Psalms 92.13 1. When a person is facing opposition, he should not take a stand against his enemies, saying, I will do to him just as he does to me. For this will simply enable his enemy to attain what he seeks, that is, to see happen to him what he wishes to see, God forbid. Rather, to the contrary, it is proper for a person to judge his enemies favorably and to bestow every kind of favor upon them. In this way he frustrates his enemy's intentions, and then, to the contrary, his enemy himself becomes the victim of his own evil plan. 2. All this applies when one's antagonists are wicked. But when a person is being opposed by tzaddikim, their intentions are undoubtedly good, and they elevate him and raise him up through their opposition, and they mitigate the strict judgments against him by the fact that they oppose him. Thus, a person must know that when he is being opposed by tzaddikim, it is entirely for his good. He must beseech God that he is not making the mistake of thinking that this is an out-and-out attack against him, God forbid in order that it should not develop into a genuine conflict deriving from the other side, God forbid. 3. Strife brings poverty in its wake, and through strife people cannot be cured of their ailments. Peace, on the other hand, brings healing and abundant livelihood. 4. The primary way to honor the Shabbat is through the eating one does on Shabbat. This is because Shabbat eating is very precious. It is pure godliness and pure holiness. Therefore, it is a great mitzvah to eat abundantly on Shabbat, and this is a rectification for Shabbat desecration. Rabbi Nachman's stories, The Seven Beggars, The Fourth Day They completed the celebration of that day and went to sleep. The next morning, the couple began to yearn for the beggar with the crooked neck. All at once he appeared and said, Here I am. Originally I blessed you that you should be like me. Now I am giving you this as a wedding present. You think I have a crooked neck. Actually, my neck is not crooked at all. Quite the contrary. I have a very straight neck. I have a very beautiful neck. However, there are vapors in the world. I do not want to exhale and add to the vain vapors of the world. It is for this reason that my neck appears to be crooked. I made my neck crooked to avoid exhaling into the vapors of the world. But actually, I have a very beautiful, wonderful neck since I have a wonderful voice. There are many sounds in the world that do not involve speech. I have such a wonderful neck and voice that I can mimic any of these sounds. Regarding this, I have the word of the land of music. There is a land where everyone is expert in the science of music. Everyone there studies this discipline, even little children. There is no child there who cannot play some kind of musical instrument. The least person in this land would be the greatest musician any place else. The wise men there, as well as the king and the musicians, are extraordinarily skilled in this art. Reb Letters, Year 1 Letter number 181 With thanks to God, Sunday, Tazria, 5595 My beloved son, I received your letter just now. Thank God, Reb Chaim and his friends have been out of jail now for about four hours. This morning they sent after that young scoundrel to try to catch him. His mother implored them on his behalf, thereby allowing him to get away. 
So they put her in jail instead. She is still sitting there. The inquiry has been submitted, but there is no clear answer yet. They said they would investigate afterwards. Beyond this, there is nothing new to report. It is good to thank God for the past, that in His enormous mercy He has helped us thus far, and to entreat Him very much over the future, that He will bring down our enemies beneath us. As you know, they are still gnashing their teeth. May God destroy the teeth in their mouths. May He subjugate our enemies and break them. May they fall and not get up. Our souls will rejoice in God and celebrate over His salvation. Ashrenu, happy are we to be on the side of truth, the right side. Truly, for this, we can really say Ashrenu. I have no time to go on. It is time for the afternoon prayers. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Nussan of Breslov. Reb Nussan's letters, year two. Letter number 439. With God's help, Wednesday, Noach, Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, 5604, Breslov. Greetings to my beloved friend, whom I love as myself, the learned and illustrious man of standing, the holy fruit, Rabbi Avraham Dovber, may he live. To him, his wife, and all his children, may they live. Peace, life, and all good. Amen. Praise God, the days of the festival passed peacefully and a little joyfully. Your mother and sister, as well as your brother-in-law and his children, may they live, are all, thank God, alive and well. May God grant them life and well-being and sustain them honorably. May the verse soon be fulfilled for all of you, Isaiah 4, 2. The fruit of the earth will attain honor and splendor. Amen. May it be His will. I have no news to tell you, but all the same, I believe and see a little that wondrous new things are taking place every day. God in His goodness renews the creation constantly every day. For the person who makes the effort to look at this, the changes are occurring every day, and they are all hints to remind us to draw close to God. So it is written in the lesson at the end of two years, Remembrance, Bekutem Oran 1, 54, that a person must bind his thoughts to the next world in a general way and in all the details of his life and focus his attention every day on the hints that God sends him. For God contracts himself from absolute infinity into the minutest details of the finite world. Pay very close attention to, to every lesson every conversation, and every hint contained in his holy teachings and stories. Happy is the person who holds on to them. Study them over and over. Study them every day and look at them carefully. For what God revealed to us in this generation, through our holy, awesome Rebbe of holy, sainted memory, is a matter of no small import. Do not let it grow old for you, God forbid. These teachings are original, new, wondrous, and awesome in the extreme, and they are constantly new every day, all the time. They call out, proclaim, and reveal God's divinity in the world, and that the whole world is full of His glory, and they reveal a straight path and awesome advice to each and every person, wherever he may be. I very much want to elaborate and continue talking about this, because it is necessary to speak only about this every moment of every hour of every day. Other than this, Everything is worthless, vanity of vanities, totally without substance. The rest of this letter is missing. Shemot Hatzadikim, Bnei Menasha, Asriel, Peresh, Sharesh, Ulam, Rakem, Bedan, Ishhod, Avi Ezer, Machla, Shemida, Achyan, Shechem, 
Likhi, Aniam, Bnei Ephraim, Bered, Tachat, Elada, Tachat, Zavad, Shutelach, Ezer, Elad, Beria, Refach, Reshef, Telach, Tachan, Ladan, Amihud, Elishama, Nun, Yehoshua, Bnei Asher, Pirzait, Yaflet, Shomer, Chotam, Shua, Pasach, Vimhal, Ashvat, Achi, Rahega, Chaba, Aram, Ben Helem Achiv, Tsofach, Yimna, Shelesh, Amal, Suach, Harnefer, Shual, Veri, Yimra, Betzer, Hod, Shama, Shilsha, Yitran, Era, Bene Yeter, Yefuna, Fispa, Ara, Bene Ula, Arach, Chaniel, Ritzia. Rabnasan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 14, on Likutei Maharan 2, 19. You who support wholehearted people, please save us. You who are eternally mighty, please grant us success. You who are perfect in your deeds, answer us on the day that we call. You who act with simplicity with wholehearted people, make it possible for me to truly serve you wholeheartedly and with absolute simplicity, without any cleverness at all. In your vast compassion, guard me and rescue me from philosophical inquiries and from external and foreign wisdoms. Have compassion on me and on all Jews. In your mighty kindness, help us truly attain wholeheartedness, the ways of ultimately true simplicity that are known to you in accordance with your goodwill and the will of your truly God-fearing and wholehearted tzaddikim. Master of the world, Master of the entire universe, I know and believe with complete faith that even where I am now, there is a path and straight counsel in the ways of wholeheartedness and simplicity, so that I too may emerge from where I need to emerge and truly return to you with a full heart. Sanctifying Our Thoughts May I no longer regress to foolishness and no longer pursue the animal sins that I have sought so strenuously. In my sinfulness, I soiled my consciousness and closed my heart, so that now it is very hard for me to find the way to be wholehearted. I do not know of any path or counsel to become wholehearted, except to cry out to you constantly with whatever words come into my mouth, because whoever is in trouble is not exacting about what words he expresses. Perhaps I will appease you. Perhaps I will arouse such compassion in you that I, even I, will return to you with complete repentance, in truth, and perfect wholeheartedness, in accordance with your goodwill. From this moment on, may I attain rest and quiet. May I control my mind so that I will no longer engage in any foreign thoughts, whether philosophical inquiry, crookedness in the heart, or any type of alien thinking and evil desire. Instead, may I always sanctify my thoughts and turn them to the core of truth and wholeheartedness, without any this-worldly cleverness at all. You who are filled with compassion, my eyes are always turned to you so that I may attain this. My eyes are always turned to Hashem, for He will extricate my feet from the net. I have hoped in you, Hashem. I have waited for you, Hashem. Hashem, may I still hope? Perhaps you will have pity. Perhaps you will have compassion. Do what is good in your eyes. Behold, as clay in the hands of the potter, so am I in your hands, master of compassion. 
Master of Salvations, you who are good and do good to all. There is no limit to your goodness. There is no end to your graciousness. There is no way of evaluating your ways of loving kindness and the wonders that you perform in every generation with the Jewish people and with each and every individual down to the smallest detail. In your abundance, grant me undeserved loving kindness so that I will truly return to you and come close to you wholeheartedly with absolute simplicity, without any cleverness at all. Have compassion on us, on our children, and on all of the children of your nation, the house of Israel. Guard us and rescue us from all sorts of philosophical inquiry and foreign sophistication. May we not gaze, glance, or look at any book, even one that was composed by Jews, that is based on philosophical approaches which are in keeping with the ideas and logic of external wisdoms derived from and originating with non-Jews, which do not conform with the holy religion of Israel and are not the portion of Jacob. Keep our feet from, from, from being bruised, heaven forbid, by their stumbling blocks, which exist in all of the seven wisdoms. All of these contain the husk and pollution of Amalek, which is the stumbling block within all wisdoms. Because of that stumbling block, all those who enter those wisdoms stumble and fall until they deny God and come to complete heresy. May the Compassionate One protect us. May the Compassionate One rescue us from them and their multitudes. Rescue us, please, our Father in Heaven. Help us, save us, and assist us in the merit of Moses and in the merit of all of the true tzaddikim who waged war against Amalek, so that we may receive power from them and be rescued from the husk of Amalek, which is philosophy and external wisdoms. Arouse the hearts of the true tzaddikim in this generation and the hearts of all of the tzaddikim who are lying in the dust, so that now, as well, they will battle on our behalf and subdue, cast down, break, and uproot the husk of Amalek and its troops. May these have no power to inject their evil and bitter ways and perspectives into the hearts of your nation, the house of Israel, heaven forbid. Powerful Redeemer, rescue, save, and extricate the remnant of your nation, the house of Israel, from this bitter foe, this cruel, hostile enemy, this evil Haman Amalek. May his name be blotted out and his memory destroyed. He is the husk and pollution that injects eternal, external wisdoms, heresy, and atheistic philosophical inquiries into the world. He wants to gain strength at present, heaven forbid, in this time of the footsteps of the Mashiach, to inject denial and heresy into the Jewish people, heaven forbid, by enticing them to learn outsiders' books, sciences, and languages. Master of the world, you alone know the intensity of this trouble. You alone know that there is no one to stand up on our behalf. Therefore, may the core of your compassion be aroused on our behalf and on behalf of your entire nation, the house of Israel. May your great name stand up on our behalf at this time of trouble. Have pity and be gracious to us. Have compassion on us and save us. For our eyes are turned to you. In your vast compassion, grant us the ability to attain true, complete faith wholeheartedly and simply, without any philosophical inquiries or foreign wisdoms at all. May we truly serve you, keep your mitzvot, and learn your Torah in deed and word, wholeheartedly and simply, all our days, forever. May we truly realize the verse, the end of the matter, when everything has been heard. Fear God and keep His commandments, for that is the entirety of a person. May we cast aside all external wisdoms, 
May we be wholehearted with you, Hashem, our God, until as a result of that wholeheartedness and simplicity, we attain the true eternal goal. Place our portion among the true tzaddikim, for whom you hid away your vast goodness. As the verse states, How vast is your goodness that you hid away for those who fear you. You have acted on behalf of those who take refuge in you from human beings. No eye but yours, God, has seen what you do for the person who hopes in you. In your vast compassion, help us and save us so that we will pray to you always with great marked intent, with all our heart and soul, until our prayer will be absorbed into your oneness forever. As the verse states, He is your praise and He is your God. Master of the world, I am so far from this that I do not know how to pray for it. However, I completely believe that by means of true faith, wholeheartedness and simplicity, we can attain this in our lifetime. You who are filled with compassion, Hashem, hear my words, comprehend my thought, Take heed of the voice of my outcry, my King and my God, for it is to you that I pray. Save me, my Lord and King. Please, Hashem, save me. Please, Hashem, give me success. Please, Hashem, answer us on the day that we call. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my Rock and my Redeemer.